Yeah, I'm just getting high too. I was gonna ask, what exactly does Dennis type on the other side? Like, what do you imagine that they were looking at when you wrote that? Well, I figure we could leave it open, but I, I thought he was just exploring the categories, but maybe he's looking for something specific. Okay, you know? I see what you mean. Now I'm just curious, you know, because I mean, I imagine, uh, I, I figured you probably don't show that, but it was just... Uh, it would definitely be nice. I was wondering if you had something specific. Well, I think it would be funny if we have something in the episode that they all see, they acknowledge, they react to, but we never know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think the mystery will always be more satisfying and uh, intriguing to the audience than the reality itself. Man, it's pretty crazy though because I haven't seen fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia since like season 8 or 9 or some shit. And I started rewatching it the other day and, and it's it's pretty... It's so crazy that the evolution that the characters go through, you know? It's almost like a different show by the time uh, you reach that, you reach like season 7, 8. I mean, it's the same characters but they're like... The, the level of degeneracy just increases tremendously. I mean, can you imagine if you were working on a show for eight years, what would happen to the evolution of the show as you work on it? Yeah, exactly. You can't. You can never tell. And I mean, they they were they were. I think the last season I saw, they were just doing pretty much like homages to popular movies. Like it was every episode was that. Like for one season where they try this, and then another season where they say, "Fuck, man, we need to do this right," and so they come up with a bunch of really good episodes. So pretty much everyone is gonna get into the whole camming thing other than Frank. What's Frank Frank's Frank's thing was that he wants to get the progeny, right? Yeah. Like he wanted to make sure that someone continues the lineage. Like, so I'm wondering if that's the theme, you know, if people if they're not going on there for for uh, just attention, but they're actually going there to try and find a mate. You know, and it <laughs> I don't know if it, it changes the dynamic of the experience. Uh, that's a good question. I've never thought about it that way. Do you think would it be funny if Dennis becomes a Dennis becomes the simp, you know, the but in every sense of the word, or do we want him to become really dark with it? Nah, he's never gonna become a simp because I feel like Dennis's whole thing is that he's so self-obsessed that he doesn't possess the quality to be, you know, like a a follower of someone else or obsessed with someone to that extent because he's already so self-obsessed with himself. So his thing would probably be, be like, he tries to take control of the whole situation, run it himself, pretty much become the manager of those girls. And then at one point he's like, no, you gotta do that this way. Let me show you how it's sexy. And then he starts doing it. And then <laughs> he's like, you know, I think, I think I might have a future in this business. Uh, you know, I'm a young man. I'm, I'm good looking. I'm extremely handsome. I'm a five-star man, you know? And, and then his whole thing becomes like, he gets on it and then he tries to, to pretty much become attractive to girls <laughs> and get them to, uh, you know, want to look at him. But nobody's looking at his stream. So he's, he's, he's like, he goes back, he goes back to the basics. He starts pretty much reaching out to women that he knows that can tune into his stream. And then in the process, because the other thing is that he's, he's, I mean, the whole thing is that he's a good looking guy, technically speaking. But he's so self-obsessed and obnoxious that, that you can't really take him seriously. So he ends up being creepy. I think uh, you, we could definitely focus on having Dennis be... I mean, it doesn't need to be an episode where they all do it necessarily, right? It's uh, It could be that yeah, yeah. Charlie and, and Frank have a thing going, and now it's about Dennis's relationship to that thing. 
Yeah, because he feels he feels excluded from the fact that Frank doesn't think that he can be his progeny. You know, like there's not enough. Almost like his genes aren't good enough for that. So he tries to overcompensate and become. You know, he wants to become wanted by many women. Uh, almost like almost like he can choose who to procreate with. And instead, it turns out that nobody wants him, so he needs to keep pushing himself more and more up to the point where he becomes just, just, just atrociously fucking creepy. And then I feel like, and then I was gonna say that part of his thing is that he's always obsessed with what, with, with he can't take criticism that well. You know, for a narcissist, he wants people to like him, but. Oftentimes people just don't like him, which drives him insane. Like it doesn't uh, make sense I was, in the first season, they have that episode. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense to him because there was it was either the first or second season. I can't really remember, but I just saw that episode where um, Max sleeps with his mom, and then he tries to go and sleep with Charlie's mom and and also Max's mom, and both of them say that they find him just physically unattractive, and he can't comprehend <laughs> that. You know, it's like it, it, it blows his mind that. An old woman would find him sexy. <laughs> I mean, I remember how the way he and, spoke uh, to Max's mother, you know, where he starts offending her and she's completely doesn't react at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I always found that very funny. And, and, and the, the whole thing is that I feel that with that whole category, you know, reviews are so important that he would get obsessed over a negative review the first time. And he would probably seek that person and try to get them to rectify that uh, rectify that review well somehow. he had you saw that episode with the ratings right because that's pretty much exactly that episode where Which well where ratings? like there's an app where women where he says he's a five-star yeah, man th- yeah exactly it's the app where women rate men and it just yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great dennis and d episode and so i'm thinking at least the dennis storyline yeah, for now true. the way you described it is it it needs to take some sort of natural arc his first reaction has to be no, I'll show you. I could do this better, you know? Like, I don't think Charlie could secure a mate on this website. I could secure a mate. That would be his natural thought, right? That yeah, exactly. That's the place you start. Except he's finding that he's not having success. You know, he's giving money. And these women are bleeding him dry, but he's getting nothing. And he starts thinking, okay, he, ration, he rations that it has to, uh, I have to attract more attention. You know, I, I need to be able to get these women's attention. And so the only way he can conceive of doing so yeah. is to, to point the camera at himself, you know? <laughs> and so it's, it almost becomes like a yeah, mating much. Dance, you know? <laughs> he's just trying to peacock, you know? He's essentially just trying to attract women through this platform. He thinks that if he applies his system to it about the way he can present himself, you know? He can, he can, he can attract a mate. He wouldn't, have, he wouldn't even have to do any work. Well, no, he would, man. I think he would understand that it, there's a natural process. Like this could be the story of man trying to distinguish himself in front of women, but going like to ridiculous degrees of doing so. You know, at some point he can literally have peacock wings on, <laughs> to, to sort of demonstrate how far he can go with it. I don't know. It just feels like Dennis is a character that, as a writer, you can push the character to real limits. You know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, to be honest, he's my favorite character, probably. You know, honestly, I feel like for me, it's a toss-up between him and Charlie. Yeah, it's pretty close. Cause Char- but I do prefer Dennis because he's creepier, you know, in, in a funny but way. But I guess because Charlie is, in some sense, he's the redemption. Like, he, he's the actually, like, he's a good guy who just doesn't get anything. He doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah, he's just stupid. He's just dumb, but it's like, he's the type of dumb where he's not slow. He's just fast and wrong 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he always kind of somehow gets gets to where he wants to be by 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 fortune somehow. You know, it, it just happens. Exactly. But I think you're right that in the end, Frank is gonna be the difficult one because uh, I just don't know how his arc evolves over that episode. I wonder if know? he could meet a woman that uh, turns out to have his child. <laughs> you know, and it's just like he leaves the two leaves everyone in the dust and doesn't care about these men competing for his name you know they're just like oh he has a child now and so he leaves the rest totally in the dust but i don't, I don't know what do you think so technically speaking that would be like a, a very kind of frank thing to do you know you kind of you reach out to someone for help and you hope that they can get the job done but then you realize you can get the job done yourself so he just goes ahead and does that and just ignores any other work that or effort that have been put in to his cause. Well, but I just uh, okay. Wait, it could be because I, I think there needs to be. He, he usually creates competition between the other members of the gang, you know. So he, he needs to kind of. Dennis is already in just because he's he's that, and he he's hoping that Charlie would be, you know, the 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 pretty much the extension of of the Reynolds lineage somehow. But he also kind of needs to give validation to Dennis at one point, just to keep the story going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of so the, that, the other so side that of the he story. really puts them into contest. Like I'm thinking of how D decides that like, I I can imagine her somehow um, deciding to pay a woman to pretend like the child is Frank's child, because she has some sort of something to gain in that with that outcome. You know, because in the meantime you have. Charlie and Dennis, who are competing for um, for the affection of Frank, and or for yeah. the for the progeny of Frank, and they sort of begin to take it personally. D is offended by what they said at first, and therefore decides to approach it differently. I don't know, like what what could she have to gain in making Frank believe that he has a child? Because Frank, in his current state, if he hears that he has a child, he will say. I want to be the father, you know, I want, to, I want to raise the child because that's like, that's his current state of mind. And so why would D want to, what does she have to gain here? I think her, her thing would be to convince Frank that he doesn't need a child because she's already there for him. But she's not that interested in him as a father. Huh? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the only reason Dennis is interested is because Frank is looking at Charlie as the <laughs> yeah he's just he's just mad that Charlie is the preferred guy for this job. exactly he can say I don't care about this but he just feels like I'm better than Charlie you know I'm definitely better than Charlie so he needs to prove it pretty much yeah so that's kind of clear but D and Frank is a bit more Mac you can always plug somewhere just like almost like he anywhere it's true he doesn't have anything else to do <laughs> exactly you could just he's just a set piece to add someone to talk to you know, in a, in a certain space. I mean, Mac was always, to me, the, the least uh, interesting of the characters. But he adds a... You can't have them all be bringing the attention. But I'm thinking... Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. So what is... But what does D have to gain by convincing Frank that he has a child? Or... Because D doesn't... D just thinks, fuck these guys. I want to fuck with these guys. Because they're doing something. Or... No, maybe no. Okay, it makes the most sense that D also goes onto the ca the streaming website. 
Like yeah, kinda. I mean, I thought that actually what you said about her acting career yeah. makes perfect. It sense. does actually. <laughs> it's just like she sees it as a stage, <laughs> and she just try and people like remove your shirt, and she you know it begins. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering like what things we could make D do, you know, in the scope of whatever it is that Always Sunny is. Yeah, what would be her thing? Because I think doing her characters, it could be definitely a really good way to... Because she could be... I'm wondering... Man, there's too many plot arcs I'm saying. It's like she goes on the this website and she says a bunch of shit. People record her and she gets cancelled. But she never was to begin with. But she was cancelled even further. And then the guys have to like let her go from the bar because she was cancelled and... They can't have her in the employee. Someone who says things like this. <laughs> that actually could work. But that's a whole other, that's a completely different episode. <laughs> Unless it's like. Yeah, it feels like a completely different. But you can probably trade it in back to like uh, sex work somehow. So at least you know it's kind of topical. Yeah, I wonder if you um, if you could fit this arc into the episode without it being a total distraction. Like you know, it's just it happens in a fairly brief way. You don't have to go into the detail of it. You know, maybe it's funny that, like, this whole story happens just in the background. <laughs> you know? We, we only hear about it, but it's, like, it's clearly not the story that we're focusing on. I'm just, go I'm just rereading what you, what, what DZ moment was in the beginning. Why would these girls want Charlie? Why do you think it caught Dee's interest in the beginning, in the dialogue, when you were writing? What was your thinking? It's true, and I, I didn't think so much about her relationship to uh, the progeny. What, what's the dialogue that leads up to her involvement there? It's almost like well, she was uh, she was already she was already kind of in the room when uh, when when uh, Dennis was checking, was googling that thing, and then she says, "Well, that's disgusting." And then uh, they start asking about the credit card and why uh, why Charlie has one. All right, I'll pull up the script. I think it'll make the most sense. Yeah, I think you should. All right, I got it. Um, pull it up, Jamie. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> okay, so Frank, why does Charlie have a credit card? Tax thing. Tax thing. What kind of tax thing? Like a break. Why does it say Charlie Reynolds? Okay, so she's interested in the money, right? That was actually one of the first that yeah exactly that her first uh, in incentive right that's i think that's where i thought she was interested. So, so that's why i was thinking that it, it might make sense for her to try to convince frank that he doesn't need more children that he already has a child he can spend on or you know he can count to continue the line i honestly think d just wants to make money you know so she's she hears those those coins that that was what perks her interest she's like a bird who goes to shiny things you know like she yeah, that, that also like works. I think it's much more in line with the, the, the characters and who they are right now. And so D is going after the money. And it, th there are a couple ways that that could go wrong. One is that she doesn't make money. One is that she makes too much money. You know, one is that she uh, ends up being lured to, to, to fight, like to go meet a man in person. You know, like there's there are a lot of angles that, that could result in this. 
Okay. I'm thinking what, what's something that we can take that has happened in reality, which is kind There was a story about this streamer that apparently posted a photo with her boyfriend and something like 50 plus, maybe it was 80% of followers unfollowed her. <laughs> and then I saw that <laughs> some someone had a really good tweet pretty much saying 80% of her followers thought they have a chance, <laughs> you know? I think it's, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so true though man like but nobody wants to date g you know it's like uh it almost you need to kind of create the reverse for her almost well like what under what conditions because we're saying remember there's anybody goes on this website right that's the point that's what we said at first yeah. so why is it that there's something about d that works except it's not what she thinks it is you know <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I wonder, like, because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to sexualize on one of these her. Sites. Much, you know, I would want. I. It have to be something yeah, different, like she a weird fetish thing. Her big fucking feet or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. Exactly. I was thinking. To be honest, I was thinking that something about wiki feet would be great in this episode. Almost like someone becomes a star because they, you know, they've got wonderful but feet and. I actually think they did a foot thing at some point. Oh, they did. Okay, fuck. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's just it seems like it seems like they did. I wouldn't be surprised. They, They're always ahead of the they curve. They did a foot thing, um, but okay. So the the question is, let's say she steps in to get money. She said, "Is that a Lucharel bag?" You know, she's asking, "Is that a? Do I get money from this?" And so she thinks it needs. It's a way that she can make money. What is it that goes wrong there? Is, like, as I said, does she lose her money? Does she make too much money? Does it, uh, does the guy try to simp her, try to save her? Does she get absolutely no attention from anybody? Uh, does she have like two people that are specifically competing for her? Who is she? Cause if someone is competing for her, she needs to be pretty much, you know, revolted by them. Well, maybe it's maybe it's because reason. she has like, like a, she has a U.S. passport, man. Hey, you know, I was thinking Dennis would be very fucking interested in becoming a bull. You know, it's like uh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a fucking yeah. it's like uh, it's, it, yeah, exactly. So he wants to be the guy that goes and fucks. <laughs> um, but that's a whole different episode, man. Yeah, that's but true. But that would be really, really funny episode too, and that would be nice and risque for Sonny. But like in 2021, nothing is like nothing's off the table. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like man, there's also man, this kind of play. Can you imagine the relationship, the dialogue you can make between Dennis and the cucks? <laughs> exactly. But his thing would be that he ends up being turned into a cuck somehow. No, man. You know, like I feel that would be the. I, it's gotta be like. I, no? I honestly think it has to go into like the depth of his depravity, right? Instead of like, cause it's, it's <laughs> typical to say, oh, it goes wrong, right? But what if it goes right and you follow it and then only at the end, something happens that makes it go wrong. So it's at least it's like you get to go through it into its depth. Man, there's categories I have never even heard of that I'm looking at. <laughs> Yeah, okay, D doing the bull thing, man, is a, is, 
this is another episode worth writing. I think it's also something. That, yeah, it's true. It's like it's it's a thing that yeah. happens, and it's a thing that people acknowledge. So why not make something, make like boost the signal a little bit? Why not? It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I just I, I wanna I I have a problem just staying on 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 like almost on. It's too difficult not to not to make this episode convoluted uh, somehow because I feel like I have I kind of need to stay on focus. Yeah, well, I th- I see what you mean. Like, uh, there are always so many branches that you can take, and you need to somehow yeah, keep exactly. the, the story understandable, right? And uh, right, you somehow need to keep it like it's that uh, <laughs> you can follow it. There's a there's a category called wife material that I think probably D would be very interested in <laughs> for some reason. Wife material. <laughs> You're completely right. You're yeah. completely right. So what does she uh what does she do on the like wife material category? Because you're right, man. Maybe she just You have to go into a category, just a fucking crazy category. Yeah, so could she definitely because they always have like, you know, they've got some understanding of, of you know the existence of niches within those things. So they always go go into a niche. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking I'm just uh, just by looking at the categories, there's definitely something that that's going to stick. I think wife big material. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> there's one called big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wife material. What is dick pussy? Now it's big pussy. <laughs> big pussy. <laughs> yeah. Fucking porn. Uh, the free market of people's desires. Curb, curb your enthusiasm. Did that? You know they had like a character hide, uh, hide a baseball, a baseball in inside her vagina uh, to to pretty much smuggle it out outside of a of, of a house. I've never watched the show, and I feel like I should. I think you should. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and it's kind of legendary type of funny, right? It's not like. Yeah. Wife material. So why does? What else can you play on that theme? When you think of wife material. Like she domesticates herself, you know. She creates this idea, this image for herself that she's like this perfect 1950s graded housewife. Yeah, that could work. And then what happens? How does how does how how do you involve that arc? How do you involve that story within? How do you trade it in with the rest of the? Um. I'm not sure. Like. Part of me feels like she invites some like, foreigners, you know, that she, it's that what people want from her is actually, it's not that she's, they like her as the wife material, they like her as a, as a passport. Yeah, that could work. That could really work because usually like she's the one that, uh, you know, seeks to get someone's attention. Then she ends up feeding off of, not feeding off, but you know, pretty much being used. Being what? Used. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's all it is. Like, there's a Mexican or whatever, people who want to become a U.S. citizens, you know? You can make it a little bit topical like that. So they're trying to marry their way in. That would be a perfectly reasonable thing to happen. Like, an American that goes on these sites is a 
high demand product. Maybe that's the point of the whole episode, <laughs> like in the end. <laughs> like Dennis becomes very popular among Mexicans. <laughs> Who is D least attracted to? Sorry? Is there is there like a group of people that D is just not attracted to at all? <laughs> it could be that it comes out in this episode. Yeah, uh, that could be too. That, yeah, that could be a thing too. I just wonder if you know if we can go by something already, because I'm pretty sure that in in like ten plus seasons, it's probably come come up. I mean, you can always do something with as that you could call, you know, very funny retardation, you know, <laughs> like someone with a <laughs> someone with something, you know. Just because, really, the the whole point of the episode, the the show is to show that the reason things fail is because of them, not because of the circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Or they just kind of give up because they find out that they, you know, something they can't they can't pretty much overcome something and they choose to just quit. Okay, I mean that's there are various ways to do it. Man, I just I don't see any other category that just fits for better than wife wife material for some reason. Well, especially because it's just uh, I wouldn't I don't think it's necessary to make it very sexual of the episode. Yeah, exactly. I think like if you want to do a foray to audiences to into this world, at least you do so with a type of category that they can understand. You know, she just like looks up categories, studies one, and decides to niche herself. Yeah, I see what you mean. Huh. Like, you know, she just, because okay. for her, she thinks, okay, in order to be like worthy of having a child, because she starts thinking about that, she needs to make herself more like motherly. And that connection happens as a result of seeing the category wife material, you know, and she follows it. It makes sense. It's not that hard to follow, right? Should be, should be, should be like she can get into. The, I can be a wife, <laughs> you know. I, 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 I'd be perfect wife I'd material. Be perfect, exactly. So she buys all sorts of shit, you know. Now her house is like wife material type of house, you know, and she's dressed a certain. Yeah, way. she dresses. She dresses the part perfectly, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And but it's like there's something uh, broken and neurotic about her performance of it, and she thinks that she gets very popular, but it's really that people just want her her passport. It has nothing to do with. It's nothing to do with her. You know, and it's just like that has to be made clear to her somehow. <laughs> it's like maybe people say, uh, people write message, hey, you want Maddie? And she says, maybe I'll consider it. And they say, how much you want? <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's too cultural. No, I'm just thinking. I'm just. Uh, I actually don't mind. I think I. It could work that way pretty well. I'm just. I just wonder how we. How how do you link that back. To the rest of what's happening. Um. Cause I like the beginning. I think it's like you can you can go many different ways, which is why uh, I thought it was a it was a pretty interesting start. 
Maybe um maybe it's that she she won't get undressed and do things that are not like wife material things that her audience begins to demand of her that she uh sort of breaks down and quits the ordeal you know because she's like fuck you fuck you i'm like i'm wife material i'm wife material <laughs> you know and she loses her shit like the way dennis because they're trying to make her lose her shit if you watch the latest season like they they had a moment that was just like her doing a dennis type of freak out yeah, I, got, I actually gotta watch the latest seasons. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, I started. I shouldn't have started right from the start. Like it was. It was. It was literally from a Dennis freakout. It was meant to be a Dennis freakout. Like she's. It's the. It's kind of like a red fire firelit type of shot, and it's, it's her face as she's having a massage, and it's being shot from under, and so it looks really fiery. And she's like, "I am a golden goddess. They will not disrespect me." Like she's. <laughs> like it's exactly a Dennis thing. So clearly they're doing that. I think having her breakdown. Like break down really hard as to like her own self-worth that she's a wife material she's mother material and then but she the way she insists that is by doing things that are not wife-like you know she'll do things that are not dignified at all you know like she can spit at the camera you know you follow what i'm saying I do. I'm also going through the script and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't. Uh... Man, okay. I actually like the indign the, the indignified idea. Let's Maybe spitting in the into the camera is gonna. It's a bit tough to translate. No, man. But something, just the idea of it. Let me show. Look, uh, let me show you how my thinking. All right, just bear with me for a second. Okay. You have D who who looks at the website and says. Oh, wife material. I could be wife material. I am wife material. So she lives the part. And it starts out pretty good. People like her channel. But soon enough, they start asking her like to remove her clothes. And she was like, no, I don't do that. I'm, I'm wife material. And people like permitted at first. But soon enough, like it's, it's like a full-on barrage of that's all that people are saying. That's all that people are saying. Like, take off your clothes. Do this, do that. And she, her sort of, this facade that she holds up begins to like become uh, tense, like, brittle it's like it'll break and so at some point she breaks down in a way that is the opposite of wife material it has to be whatever you think of whatever wife material is what is the opposite of that that she can do and that's why i thought spitting into the camera because that's the opposite of what wife material would do you know it would have to feel very like unclassy and not wife material yeah, unclassy, I think, is a huge part of it. And she does that, I mean, uh, it, it's like her forte. And I think definitely um, the other guys would see these breakdown from their perspective of the webcam. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I think that would actually work perfect. You kind of have to show it uh, like everyone else is seeing it. Exactly. That's definitely definitely the way to see it. I don't think there's any other way, right? yeah man it would be funny man and then and then maybe just be, be, when she starts breaking down she's, she starts going trending and more people are tuning in <laughs> and then somehow charlie finds that video as he's looking for other girls on the website but then what happens mm. 
Well, like in some sense, the reason it could end for Charlie is because he no longer has money. Like he could have fallen, he could fall in love with a girl, but because he no longer has money, because Frank dries it up, it's like he can't communicate with this girl anymore, <laughs> and he can only just watch there and watch her and sit silently and not say anything. Man, like it could be super sad, but like really funny at the same time. Frank cuts him off. No, it's not that he cuts him off. Frank should just like, you know how their attention spans are extremely limited. Frank would easily look to something else. You know, he would just have like, ah, oh, I'm bored of this now. I'm, I'm on to the next thing. You know, now it's a motorbike. Man, I honestly, I had, I, I, I've never really thought about riding that way, and now I understand why it's so fucking difficult. Why? Because it's like you have to keep thinking about all of these different timelines and connect them together. And I can't even get a fucking full picture of what's going on. All right. Well, I think we I feel kind of useless. Well, let's take a step back then. You know, we're let's we're right at the beginning. We're all. Yeah, I think that we'll set the set the scene. You know, let me uh, light up because I think all we have to do is retrace our steps a little bit. Yeah, I think we should do that, because then it becomes difficult to kind of thread it together. I don't see it happening, you know what I mean? Look, okay, um, the Dennis arc, what was our, what was our Dennis arc? <laughs> so Dennis and Charlie, I think, pretty much goes into the sense that they, they get into this competition where it, it's pretty much on Dennis's side. He's just, he thinks he's the, he's the Voral production machine for babies. So he needs to prove Charlie wrong. He's better than Charlie. That's his motivation. Charlie, on the other hand, he's just like, uh, you know, he's he's like a servant of Frank. So he's taking his role seriously, but he's not really trying too hard. It's just that he's doing what Frank has asked him to okay, do. Okay, hold up, hold up. With his own Easy money. Easy way to tie it together. Dennis takes up the dad material role. But it, like, it huh. breaks down. That, that could but work, that could work. His way of breaking down is by, like, trying to become more and more of a peacock. Like, he does what people ask him to do. You know, <laughs> that's the difference. And so that's where those two stories go. Like, I like that. I, I like that because it, it also fits his character perfectly in the sense that he wants to take control, but he ends up submitting himself <laughs> to some other <laughs> external forces. It's actually very good. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> so I honestly think like, Char like a, a deep Charlie love story that emerges. And then just has to get broken down just because the gang gets bored. Like, that's the type of horrible that they are, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he falls in love with one of those girls. And then probably, probably Dennis, now that he knows that Charlie is in love with someone else, he's going to go exactly for that same person. Because he wants to, you know, beat Charlie in his own game, so he's gonna go for what Charlie wants. I'm not sure. I feel like, cause like no? you could have Dennis's, his pinnacle, his climax, be his fall from grace, where he's literally having peacock wings on his back. You know, to <laughs> yeah, that's a good like, point. It's, it's a humiliating sight. Like it has to be the type of humiliating sight nobody would want to see. And then it ends with like the type of place where there's nowhere you go there but up you know and so maybe it's like 
Dennis emerges the following episode with like his shirt tucked in, you know? <laughs> He's just like, I need to do some thinking. <laughs> and, and of course they saw it all because again they watched it through that perspective through the webcam you know we, the website we have to see like in the episode we have to see the ep through the perspective of the webcam right it, otherwise we're not paying tribute to the the concept that we're talking about yeah that's a good point this is good man so it's got to happen on camera it's got to happen on camera yes, yeah and so it's a fall from grace, right? It has to be a fall from grace. That's the structure of all of their episodes. But Charlie doesn't have to fall from grace because he never even tries to strive for it, right? He has different thing happening. So I honestly think... He just needs to have his heart broken. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, um, maybe it starts because Frank... Um, okay, Frank has... Okay, this is how it ties it all together. Frank goes to the doctor. Doctor says something doesn't look good. I'll, let, I'll know in a week. And... So Frank decides to turn his life around and this is what he wants now and it's all that he wants. And so that's why at the end Frank gets his results and he's fine, he's healthy. <laughs> and so it's just like he, he goes on living a Frank life, he's no longer worried. And so that's why he's bored of this whole charade. Like you, I like that idea. Because you can't like... You, it's you can't go too complicated with it, right? You have to somehow keep your story yeah, focused exactly. to some it's of Yeah, exactly. It's 20 things. minutes. Yeah. I think this is good. Because it gives... We have, a, we have a good Frank line. A good Charlie. Okay, we just have nothing for Max. Yeah, what does Mac do? I feel like Mac always takes on the role of being a coach. You know, like he wants to... Uh, he wants to take someone to their goal, you know, work them, work, work alongside with them, but feel like he, like he's making a contribution even though he doesn't. And then maybe. So what exactly does he do? Who would he want to help? The um, way you've set it up, he almost like he's gonna he's gonna side with Dennis, you know, he's gonna try to team up with Dennis, cause uh, cause uh, Frank is already working with Charlie. D is obviously May on her own thing. She can't do it. Well, maybe they already know. We, maybe we established some sort of story where <coughs> Mac is already a webcam guy. And they, and they know that. You know, but they've just never really looked at the website. So it starts out as Mac showing them the type of site. And so because he's, you know, openly gay now, he's not against, like, saying, hey, I just do gay videos, you know. He'll, <coughs> he'll sort of be in denial about what it is that he's doing. But it's still... He's doing it, you know? So we set it up as... <coughs> yeah, this is it. We set it up... Oh, okay, wait. Because right now I'm thinking that Mac has introduced them to the, the, the website. Because I think, yes, Frank has this idea that he wants longevity, right? So we're stepping into this whole scheme like one day after it started happening, you know? Like presumably we need to come up where like how does the scheme start? Where did it where did it all originate? So it starts out. I'm thinking Frank gets the test result and here's oh oh it doesn't get the test result but the suspicion he thinks shit I need to do something to carry on my name I need an idea. So where does he find an idea? Mac gives him an idea. Okay. But 
Does it, is it too simple to say Mac gives him an idea, can, or do you need a plot point to lead to the idea? It's more like I think he just sees what Mac is doing and he thinks that's that's you know the, the in the beginning you say that everything you know there there's thousands of people on this side everything you can imagine and then that probably is the same thing that goes through Frank's head and he's like everything you can imagine I can make something out of this I can get what I want Yeah you can find And then uh Yeah okay so it's just maybe it's just that like we're stepping in on day 2 we don't need to see this starting we need to see it already in motion yeah, exactly. And then somewhere along the way, you reveal that that's what 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 the whole thing was about. Because look, what works. So you make it clear that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Of course, you have to. Uh, of course, you have to. Uh, yeah. You you just have it revealed with Frank that way because once. You have to see Charlie, um, losing, the the touch with her, with the girl. And Frank not responding or being like evasive about the money because he doesn't have a, like a, the result yet. Or I wonder, oh wait, no, the fall from grace because you need Charlie's one and you need Mac and uh, you need Dennis and Dee's fall from grace. Yeah. Because, okay, maybe, maybe, um, because Dennis needs to have the money too. Maybe he convinces Frank to say, okay, fine, I'll put my money on you too. And so now it's just like, because he, he said, I have to put my money on different horses. That's what he said. So he's like, okay. Yeah, they diversify his odds. So let, it, let, let them be the horses that he has the money on, right? So, but yeah, okay. But Dennis isn't having the success that he needs to have with the money. Or maybe Dennis needs more money. <laughs> maybe that's how it starts. Dennis wants to do, get into the same thing. He needs money because he uh, he wants to be able to attract these women's attention, right? But and so, <laughs> okay, wait. There has to be a way that this may, this works then. And then they they know that Mac has like has a lot of money lately because he's been doing this, you know. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, let's do this thing that Mac is doing, so I can make money in order to. In order to feed, in order to use it on the same platform. I don't know if this gets too complicated. Yeah, I think it's a bit too complicated, to be honest. I, I think it's simpler than I'm making it sound, but... Um, what I'm saying is, how does Dennis get the money to, to start using the platform? He doesn't really need the money, you know, like he's, he's more like, he just starts doing it. He just sets up a camera and he thinks that it's just going to work out somehow. And then some, and then from that point on, he's not getting a lot of success. So he starts doing other things to get to that okay, point, to get their attention. So I think it, 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 there has to be some start. Like he starts out trying to play the game by the same rules. Oh, to attract these women's attention through these tokens and whatever. And after just like a couple minutes of doing it, yeah. he finds it like outrageously expensive for what he gets in return and doesn't consider it to be a, the best way to do this. So he thinks, what is a better way to do this? And he yeah, and then he, he starts checking the, the male competition and then he's like, oh, <laughs> just like women, I can, you know, there's there's a lot of men on this website. I'm better and, than uh, these men. Honestly, I think I can... Uh, I'm a five-star Yeah, exactly. Man. I can... I can I can put on a better show. It's not a, just about looks. Uh, even though I've got the perfect looks, I'm uh, 
I'm also a very entertaining man who women want to listen to and, you know, perhaps build an emotional connection with. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, yeah, exactly. He's really convinced that he's, like, he's a husband material, you know? He's completely convinced that he's, yeah, he's, he's like, a good guy. He's got a high emotional... <laughs> he's got a high emotional, uh, you know, like EQ. He's, like, uh... He knows how to attend... To the needs of a woman in more th in more ways than she can imagine <laughs> man this is good this is really good because <laughs> it's so it's perfect it's a it's a, is there it's, a it's the perfect delusion of a of a because in the end you want your plots to be pushed forward by the characters themselves and not by the circumstances <clears throat> It's not that events transpire, it's that it yeah. has to all be as a result from whatever inner motor these characters have that lead them to wherever they go. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> so I think that actually, that would work well. Man, I'm glad that sometimes that like we're recording stuff because it's like, it really allows you to take the brainstorm where it needs without interruption. Yeah, exactly, because otherwise uh, you would be writing stuff and shit. True, man, and it's like, it's unnecessary. It's totally unnecessary. If you want to keep a rhythm going, that's how ideas flow. It's through rhythm. It's not through just, like, random sparks of ideas. Okay, so I think let's, let's line it up from the beginning. Um, we need to somehow connect the story that Frank sees this as a potential way to secure his progeny. Like yeah. They have to resort to this somehow. Yes, I guess the way I initially said that they resorted to it is like, well, Charlie in the dating world is not a good idea, and online he's even worse. I wrote that. So I already did set it up. So this is a, a good option, you know? Because, yeah, we, we presented Frank as pretty knowledgeable about the situation. But... Pretty much. The thing is, the way he speaks about, like, we are wooing these, like, it doesn't sound like he has urgency, right? And I don't, so that would suggest that he doesn't have the medical emergency. Doesn't, he doesn't sound urgent. He sounds kind of like this is just one of his schemes. And so do we want him to be more urgent? Or is it more that, there, what could, what's something else that could be motivating him to do this? He's not driven by profit. He's just driven by... I guess immediate impact in a way, but what, what would that impact be? He's more like a, he's a child who decides a new thing that he wants, right? Yeah. Like, like why he wants would he like instant results, mind? more or less. Maybe it's like, maybe this is an episode that it's like quietly in the background. It's Frank's search for meaning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like and in the end he emerges like not needing progeny because like his first evolution of his search for meaning is that he needs to carry on his name right and then as his you like you fast forward a 50 year development of someone's search for meaning like you do the victor frankl book and you end up with um, him essentially saying i don't need to pass my name on i am comfortable with who i am and so it leaves everybody just totally like out of the blue and so you could have them essentially opposite storylines with the other ones being, you know, 
falling down from all of uh, all dignity. Frank's this is a Frank's dignity episode, but it has to somehow it has to somehow crumble as well. Yeah, man, Frank is so fucking difficult to work through. I think the idea that with the doctor actually works really well for the setup, but making it kind of evolve is. Uh okay, the doctor one sets it up kind of like a. Like an American TV show, you know? Yeah. Which is fine because that's their format, right? Yeah, exactly. That's their, I think it's fine. You know, the otherwise it's a bit too difficult to uh, tie it together. I mean, I think you could do the Frank spirituality story. <sighs> like it could work. You know, I don't. I think it could work. It's just a question of whether or not you feel like. Because the show likes to go into some depth, a, a little bit more depth here or there right and even if you they, they don't make a big deal out of it right that's the point they were just like it happens quickly and it's a it drives the plot you know frank is a is a character who who finds a new thing each week you know so one week it's that he needs a child the other week is that he doesn't need a child and the other week is that he wants a motorbike right so he just moves on to the next thing so what happens is really he's looking how how does uh, how how does uh motivation is, you know? How does the wife material and the husband material narrative kind of help him figure that out? Or reach that point where he you know, he reaches that spirituality point where he's just comfortable with himself. Finds serenity or whatever. Can you hear me? Yo. What do you think? Are we Yo. It seems like we're not uh, satisfied on the on the Frank narrative yet. I can't hear you anymore, dude. I I, I don't feel strong about it the way we have for the other ones. What do you think? Still on? Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know where we. Uh... But I also hear myself in the background. You hear yourself? You hear yourself? I heard myself the first time. Now I don't. Because well, I went in my headphones, I was wondering how you would be hearing yourself. Yeah, I don't know why I heard myself the first time though. Now it's okay. Seems back to normal. <coughs> All right. So I think the, our Frank narrative is the one that trying to. Is the the doctor one? Is that just what we're satisfied with? I think the doctor is easier to kind of tie together because the spirituality thing I just uh, how 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 is the whole how are the other narratives like about the wife material and the husband material gonna help you evolve the spirituality? Okay, okay, I think there is one. 
thing that's essentially happening. Essentially, what we're saying is that this is an episode where they consider themselves to be more virtuous than they are. Okay. Right? And so it, Frank's narrative has to follow the same type of path, right? That he also considers himself to be more virtuous than he is. What's his role, though? Well, like, is he like uh, is his he... virtue is that he believes himself to be father material, or, or sorry, he believes himself to, to be grandfather material, to be the, 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 the you know, the, whatever, the father of a family, to, to have, to know that his name is being passed on, you know, like, he, he see... like, a, like a custodian, of, of, of familial values or some shit. All right, so he has to somehow feel like these are my values. I'm. Uh... Why does he suddenly think that he's father material, or that grandfather material? What? What? Where does this motivation come? Why? He has to feel pretty virtuous, because right now the, yeah, exactly. the doctor angle is that the medicine motivates him, right? Is there another way to say that this virtue comes from somewhere? You know. Or it's more like, you know, I mean, you could t tie the doctor thing back to, you know, it's almost like an existential crisis before you're about to go out. You know, you want to make sure that you leave, uh, you want to, you want to, you want to you, you wanna leave some sort of, uh, uh, what's the word? Okay. You want to leave on a good note. You know what I mean? You, like, the, you want to, you want to, you want to have something on, on your tomb that reads he was a family man, you know? He was good to his uh, he was he was good to his daughter and 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 and, and sons, and uh, he left. Uh, he will be continued by this. You yeah, know, he wants that. He will be this person. That <laughs> he wants that line. Yeah, I won't be continued. You know. And then and then you can have both of those, and then just run them, run them together with the doctor, and then he finds out. And then he just realizes that he's content with being uh, a sleaze bag. That's a pretty of some sorts. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if it's funny, but it it, it kind of makes sense. Well, okay. The one option was content with being a sleaze bag. The other option was that he was um. <laughs> what um. I'm trying to think. So. That he got bored. One is that he became spiritual, but how? Or we just. I feel like Frank has to fall from grace, right? It shouldn't just be he decides. Or but that's kind of character. No, Frank's world never fucks up for him. It's always like, meh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Things are always okay for him, in the end. Yes, definitely. Frank. But I also feel like since he's the guy that uh, that's pretty much. I mean, Mac is already on the website. All of them get together. He's he's sponsoring Charlie. He loses interest. He like I honestly feel like the. Um, him losing interest is a is a very catalytic moment like it's a it's a catalyst for something that happens in charlie's life right and 
Yeah, that 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 would make sense. And losing interest for him, in order for it to look like the craziest catalyst in Charlie's life, it has to mean nothing to him. So to Char to Frank, it just has so, to mean nothing. Just so it accentuates the pain exactly. of Charlie. Like, exactly. Like yeah. it, the pain has to feel pointless. <laughs> you know, that it's just like he got bored. He got t just he wanted to he moved on to the next thing. Like he could completely forget that he does it, that he did it. But then again, it's like, no, I mean, it makes sense. You know, how many old guys do you see putting on like the, the Lycra biking uniforms and like doing it for three days and then never doing it again? Or is that two like real human beings? No, I like that. It's just he gets bored. You know, he gets a motorbike instead. It's just like, it's a better way to get around than a bicycle. <laughs> you know? So maybe he walks in with the with the bicycle on his shoulder. Like, I think that would be the way of demonstrating that, like, this is his thing that he's currently doing. It's a thing. And, like, oh, I want to... And it sort of goes hand in hand with the fact, like, I'm investing in Charlie. You know, I, I want to maximize my chance at offspring. And it's sort of like, you tell the audience that, they understand that when you see him in the biking uniform, he he's trying to, like, increase his longevity. You don't have to say anything about it, right? It's, it's very clear. Almost feels like... Uh, I mean, I see what you want to do with it, but it feels like, uh, like almost like a forced motive. It's funny, but it feels like a different episode, you know what I mean? It's like a different concept. Well, doesn't it go hand in hand with him trying to increase his longevity? That he immediately goes to living living healthy, a healthier life, you know, uh, kind of getting into shape and all that? Like, to, to maximize his potential, you know? Okay. And, like, you know, he also sees, okay, he wants not only to have a child, like a family, but to be seen as, like, someone to be proud of you know yeah i understand that need but i feel that his approach to doing that is always outsourcing the work that needs to be done he gets someone else to do it which is why you know he uh he, he gives the money to charlie okay so i mean to be honest the only reason i wrote it is because i thought it'd be funny to put him in the lycra with the with the hose coming into his mouth just to kind of suggest that there's there's another thing happening <laughs> that i don't want to talk about oh yeah i completely forgot about that part now that you mentioned like, I just thought it'd be funny because I want the audience to think, what the fuck is happening there? You know, I just want it to be the type of story where you don't give much to the audience. It's just like in the background. And it feels so like it in order for it to feel arbitrary to Frank, it has to feel arbitrary to us. You know, like we don't like we yeah. don't hear any of it. We just hear that yeah, I see what he you walks mean. in. He, I just forgot about like, that he's part. dressed in that Lycra and he's sort of coaching Charlie Like you need this. You need this. Give him some meat. Give him some that like whatever. OK. And then the following week, he walks in and he's got biker clothing. And it's like maybe there's, there's a guy called Doug who's in his biker group, you know? <laughs> and he just like comes with him. And now it's like, it's clear that Frank has moved on to the next thing. And then Charlie's like, Frank, I need more money. Frank's like, no, I, I'm out of money. <laughs> and it's just like, and that's it. You know, because Charlie's like desperately trying to talk to this girl that she, he, he sees being like stolen by some guy who he don't, doesn't know where he is. And it becomes like this frantic, manic, like 
situation where his love is this powerless guy. and he can't speak to her. Yeah, just some some random guy who's bought her meat for the sixth time this week, <laughs> and he's like he starts screaming at the at the laugh. Hey, hey, hey! Ah! <laughs> you know, it could be a real like deep deep breaking of Charlie, and for each of them, it could be a deep break. Like this could like this is an episode that would be very funny. You know, and I honestly feel like if it needs to be a little bit longer, I'm not worried about the 20 minutes. I say here, it's a double episode. You know, if it needs to be, it needs to be. Yeah, that's a good point. I also kind of, I feel like I need to go and in, in actually download some of one of the scripts for their episodes just to see how they structure that. Man, to, to be and honest, how they write themselves. it's like, <laughs> if we said uh, kind of a big balls move, you just send them an email. It's like, hey, uh, I wrote a double episode for you. <laughs> You take a look, it's pretty good. Yeah, here, here's a here's a little double episode spec. You, you wanna check that out? <laughs> I got a spec. It's like listen, I I, I would tell him <laughs> listen, I don't know the lingo of what you're calling this. I wrote a script for the double episode with my buddy. I I'm not in the industry. It's like other than like I'm not in your industry. I'm a filmmaker who lives in a different world. And it's like, read this, it's funny. <laughs> like, it's a really funny episode. <laughs> and you could even tell him, hey, you should listen to the podcast. This is where we brainstorm the idea. Or, you know, you do it, even, oh you do it even better. You don't send him a script. It's like, hey, me and my buddy brainstormed an episode for you. <laughs> here's the beginning of the script and here's how we brainstorm. Here's you do the rest. <laughs> and here's three hours of rambling with just the two of us. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I was thinking that at some point it would be a pretty big dick move to contact anybody and tell them hey listen um me and my really creative funny buddies uh brainstormed ideas for your thing and uh there's some really great ideas in there but none of us are gonna write them down i would recommend you get somebody to listen to this <laughs> and that's all you say <laughs> come on guaranteed so you get an email like that from someone my god especially if you're like not the biggest thing in the world they're gonna they're open gonna it fucking open it they're like okay fuck let me listen to this yeah <laughs> and like why they're gonna open it but yeah who, who's gonna listen to that you tell them look i think it takes a lot of the arrogance out of the equation when you tell them like get someone to listen to this <laughs> you know like get an intern or someone to listen to this you know <laughs> just like saying like i'm not asking for you to do the work i'm asking for somebody to pay attention to it and it's like simply by expressing that you might get them to think, okay, let me listen to this. Because you didn't ask them to do it. You know, you told them, have someone else do it. <laughs> People don't like being asked to do things, right? They want it to come from themselves. Yeah, they really hate it. So I honestly think this is a format that you could get your foot in the door with fucking anybody, man. I promise you. You want to get into like Ryan Reynolds' b club of doing funny ads for God knows what? You just sit there for two hours with your buddies and brainstorm some ideas. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it doesn't cost us anything. It's just a little bit of weed. And it's actually a fun way. That's actually how I wanted to use the podcast at first. I just thought it was a cool uh, opportunity to create like value for things in a way that you don't have to commit to its execution. <laughs> you just come up with the ideas. Manage it. It just really makes me appreciate Comtown as a podcast because it's like the way that they riff bits on the go is so fucking good. <laughs> Man, I, I have to. I should listen to it. 
just start with some of the bits themselves because it's like when you listen more to it it almost like it sounds like it's pretty written but they they make it you know obviously clear that they don't give a fuck about the podcast they just go there and record whatever happens happens which is kind of the same thing we're doing it's just that they've been doing it for much longer yeah this is what yeah I, to be honest i i stopped thinking in terms of like the greatest idea i realized that the way to do things is to simply start even on a, like a basic version of it and understand that each time you do it you adjust yourself based on how you want it to get the next time and if you understand that things go in a step-by-step way anyway you take 500 steps guaranteed it once i'm down to episode 500 i'll have figured out some kind of rhythm for like this is the type of shit i like to do and you could do something interesting with it right but you don't start you just gotta start somewhere. yeah exactly start yeah. somewhere boring that's what people don't realize i do man. agree with that people for sure just start somewhere boring that's really all it is man what happened with that client by the way did you hear back <laughs> i think they really disliked the video or which one what wait which one which one does the, the 60 no, no, no. second video i know they liked it they're happy with that one that's they get a different client Wait, I wanna okay. I wanna line up the whole thing. What do you, so? What do you think of just the background arc of Frank going into his thing with the cycling, and then the next thing, the motorbikes, like, and then saying, "This is my thing now." Oh, I'm done with that thing. This is my thing now. It doesn't convey to me the idea of seeking longevity in the way that we've been discussing. That's what I'm thinking in immediately. Well, Maybe it can be. Really. I mean, if he, he walks, if he's walking wearing a bike, like the full bike uniform, and he brings a bike inside, and he says he wants to, and you just put in some of his lines that he wants to, like, maximize his chance of being survived by, that's what he's doing. He wants to maximize, right? And so it makes sense. And then a couple of days later, when everything tumbles and fails in with the rest of the people, he comes back and he's wearing a moat, like a motorbike outfit now and there's like yeah, as i said a biker with him called doug and frank is like no i'm done with that <laughs> i don't really care anymore because i'm now a ru- i'm a man of the road i just <laughs> the rules don't matter to me i find the idea of some random guy called doug funny for no reason but uh the rest i'm like uh it doesn't it just doesn't doesn't i don't know i just don't I, i'm not feeling you feel it. like it's too arbitrary that he just changes He's all I guess all I'm trying to say is that he, he yeah, changes his mind. It's a, it's a bit too arbitrary, yeah. But he feels like, oh, getting around by a bicycle wasn't... I wasn't getting to where I needed to go, <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah, that's... that's a, I mean, that's a better... I guess you could you could work with the dialogue just to kind of nail down the idea more. Totally. That I like, you know? It, it, it definitely kind of hits hits the spot. Because you can, you can definitely reason that you can take two plot points and think that through dialogue you can tie things together. Because dialogue is just like the more high yeah, resolution yeah. version of the plot. It's exactly, the, that's all it is, you know? Uh, no. I'm, I'm still there, I'm still there. Yo. Oops. I think I uh, Yo. I accidentally disconnected you. I don't know what happened. I, th- I thought I, I'm hearing you and then all of a sudden I, I dropped out. Maybe you disconnected me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, stupid uh, Bluetooth headphones that uh, 
sometimes do the job and sometimes don't. The marketing is too. I mean, the marketing is like it's true. Like uh, we kind of figured that out. He was already on the website, so more he's more like a like an introduction, and I guess his voice can come is in like a almost like he, you know he's coaching them through the through the through through their rise and fall on the platform. I guess. Um, almost like a support role. I guess. Okay, so what could be funny is that through their perspective, Mac is um, but they are in total denial. D and Dennis are in total denial of who they are, right? That's that's yeah. the engine of the episode. Charlie falls in love. That's his engine for the episode. And then Mac's engine is that he is comfortable with who he is. And so he's just like, for him, life is still pretty good while the rest are crumbling. And it, it doesn't have to be like, he, he could simply be there on the couch in between like the apartments and he's like watching their webcams as it all goes down. And it's just like, it's an entertainment for him for this uh, this whole thing. Like, why does he have to do something? Why can't he be sort of watching as the show unfolds, you know, as a spectator? Because that's also what happens, you know, it's a, it's a spectator sport. I actually like that because you, you can easily work on the team, you know, in the sense that you show what's happening on the platform from the eyes of, of the user. So Mac can be the user in that ca in that sense, too. I wonder how much of the episode you could do from the perspective of the webcam. Probably quite a bit, but the Charlie bits, obviously, you have to do the opposite way, but that kind of even works better. I mean, because you show from how things look from both sides. It makes sides. it kind of like a COVID-esque e <laughs> episode, you know? Yeah. But like, I wouldn't make any mention. It has nothing to do with COVID. I would yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mention I that I would either. limit the webcam. I think it's, um, I'm not trying to pitch a totally crazy episode, you know? I'm, I, I want it more to be about the characters rather than the format. I see what you mean. And so, yes, the falls from grace can happen on the webcams and like in between both of them. Like we see the webcam angle, but not only. Well, maybe we'll see. I'm, I'm not close. I'm not close to anything. It just depends on how it how it writes. Yeah, I think it depends. Exactly. Exactly. But you see what I mean? How it's like it's it's really not that complicated to come up with a, an episode of something just by sitting down and doing it. Right. If you say let's do it. For I'm two still hours. honestly like uh, to me, this is like uh, I actually I'm starting to think that it's way more difficult than I thought it would be. But it's uh, it's kind of like you said, it's something that you just need to work on. That's 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 what it comes down. You to. get better, man. Like, look, we're right now. What we're doing is we're like mining the raw ore. it's it's not supposed to look good. It's supposed to have mud all over it, but you find it and refine it's almost it. like you. you you throw out the bad the bad ideas and then you work towards something that's more doable in the but end whenever you and i hear a certain idea there's a, like a gut instinct of like yeah i think that could work and you don't know exactly why but you feel like it could work and so you chase it you go down it you start writing it and you sometimes realize no uh, this isn't going to go anywhere but that's the process yeah you, exactly you the process is exactly. to write. the process is not to think about it right Yeah, I think to be honest, I just need to write a bit more because I'm 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 have never been good at, at like brainstorming stuff in meetings. I just I feel like my way of working through things is just to write them down, and then see where it goes, and then work out the way along the way. Yeah, you know, to be honest, 
I also wouldn't put that restriction on yourself. Like there's, it's definitely just when the mood is right and the, the, the thoughts are sparking because creativity is just reaction, right? If something happens, an idea yeah. can happen, right? You see, all you have to do is set forth and say, we have five characters and we want to do something funny with them. Like surely with a couple of people, we sit for 20 minutes. Like we'll have something, you know? It's not like we'll just sit there in total silence and have nothing to go with. How long did it take you to write this, uh, those nine pages that you already have? I did it in one hour. Like, I, then I edited it for about an hour and a half. After. Damn, dog. But what I did is I put a timer. It's productive. I put a fucking timer on. And I said, you know what, Rob? Everything off. No distraction. One hour. I want to write for one hour and see what happens. And I just, like, did it on a whim. And it was so effective. You know? <laughs> in one hour, suddenly I had something. Yeah, dude, there's definitely, it's a good start. I think a lot of it is probably going to end up, well, not a lot of it, but some of it is going to just end up cut just to make it fit the rest of the story. But, you know, it's, it's like uh, for a kickoff session, it's pretty good. In the end, man, everything, as you write the script, everything you say at first contextualizes how you interpret the, the rest. And so it's a, it's a constant process of removing a bit here, adding a bit here, adding this to balance it out here. Right, it's it's a conversation between all the scenes that you have to keep keep as engaging as possible. Yeah, yeah. And I think you and I both implicitly understand that that's the nature of storytelling to create these these tensions and these di these dynamics. And I don't think we need to learn the, the 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 methods of it. I think we both implicitly understand how it works. No, I think uh, I I agree with that part. It's just that I like I said, I just I feel like I've always been more of a the way I work through things is by writing them down. Usually, I like this process as well, but I feel like uh, I'm at my most productive when I actually sit down and, and, and write. Sure. So I think I might just do that. Here's what I would say is that I think writing has, I write all the time, man, and I, it definitely has a good place. I would recommend for you, if you, like if it means anything, to handwrite. I would really very, very much recommend it. At first, I, I looked down upon it, man. I can try but that. As soon as I started it, man, it completely changed my relationship to my thoughts. You know, it's... Yeah, you mentioned last time we met, and, and I honestly found it so bizarre because I'm completely the opposite. I, I, I've tried handwriting before, and it, I felt like it only made things more difficult for me. But, you know, it's like to each their own. Yeah, I can understand that. If you have a process by which you feel like you're able to put your thoughts on the paper, and you can do so in a way that you're consistent without distraction... Because that's what you need. You need some rhythm, right? Without any distraction whatsoever. Yeah, that's the thing. And exactly. so that's what I like about the paper is also my relationship to it. That you can, that every time you make a mark on the paper, that mark only happened in that moment. Whereas on the computer, you can go back and edit and you'll never really see where your first draft was. And I like to see the process of it in its tangible form. Plus, you feel like it's yeah. So maybe man. that's the thing. You feel like nobody's reading what you're saying. I keep There's nobody watching necessarily from what you're saying when you put it on a piece of paper. Yeah, I see what you mean. Maybe that's that's one of the things uh, that that I I find just so comforting in the PC is that usually I save all of my edits. Like I hardly ever, only small cosmetic changes. I don't uh, I don't really document. The rest I keep. I copy paste and then I just put it at the bottom of 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 the doc. Yeah, man. I always save an edit. D1, D2, D3, D4. <laughs> Alright. Um, what should we do next? Okay, so... 
I think if we we understand that we can take the Frank narrative and use a dialogue to tie it together so it makes sense, and that's the sort of the spine of where the money comes from. Frank thinks it's fine to give both Dennis and uh, to give both Dennis and and Charlie the money to think, okay, fine. I said I'll spread my odds. I'll give it a try. I'll give you some money, right? Dennis sees immediately that it's like it's clearly an ineffective way uh, at trying to be a f- husband, and it makes sense that for people looking to carry on the name, that he would be attracted to the concept of husband material, just as Dee would be attracted to the idea of wife material. In the meantime, Charlie on the yeah. platform is still trying to just understand how it works using Frank's credit card. I think there's some real humor that you can find in the Charlie narrative as to, as to this type of stuff that he makes the women do and the type of stuff he asks them to do, right? It's like it could be one specific chick and it's just like it's specifically Charlie stuff, the type of stuff where you'd have to come up with like <laughs> stuff that he would find erotic that, has n- that would not be considered erotic to anybody. Or maybe it's not even erotic. It's just like the things that get him, that excite him, that he likes to see. Like he likes to see it when women wear socks on their hands. He doesn't know why he likes it. He just likes to see it, you know. And it could, you could have some. I'm, I'm coming up with some shit right now, right? But it could be anything. That actually kind of works. It's exactly how I imagined it as well. Except the question is like, well, maybe his reasoning that they've decided is that he should look different than the other guys, you know, and because he respects her. He's a good guy. I respect the woman, and I want. I don't know. It's he is a good guy, uh, but the way he would s- like say respect, he wouldn't use the I'm word respect. He would it, he would describe something that equals respect, but in a like convoluted Charlie way. It's like she, she's not like the other girls. There's something about her, you know. There's something like that. Like uh, he he does get a like he does build a genuine connection. Well, he. He's experiencing a genuine connection on his side, whereas that's not really reciprocated on their side, and he doesn't seem to understand that's how the platform works. Um, is there okay? Which also I th- is it possible? I think it kind of that whole motive, that whole motive kind of ties back to the idea in the beginning of the script where you say that oh, they really don't care about the guys. They just you know. Uh, how they don't care about how the, how the guys look it they just care about their personality because it makes you think so when 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 you can't see when when they can't see any uh, any looks but it in reality it's it's like it's more like there's a thousand other dudes doing the exact same thing thinking the exact same thing yeah that's that's definitely one angle um i'm thinking what if because frank's motive at first was to spread his resources right that's what he's doing. He's trying to spread his resources and maximize his odds. And so he believes that spreading his resources is the way to maximize his odds. So he's happy for Dennis to take money too, but he could tell them both like, this is like, there's a limit. I give you a certain amount and that's it. Black and white. You know, he could set that limit already. So it's like they work with the budget that they have because he's spreading his resources. And so Dennis blows through it at first and he's like, okay, this is useless. But then if, Frank sets a limit, then it beca- makes it like here's a challenge, and I, I don't like that necessarily because then Charlie has to like save his money, hopefully like pay one token so that he can say a couple words, but he doesn't know how to communicate with her because he can't type. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> okay, so he has to get Mac to type for him. 
Like, I think there's some, like, great uh, lost in translation stuff that can happen. Like, Charlie says some stuff and Mac translates them to strange things. Because <laughs> I feel like that's a, it's a better way that instead of having to go into the whole Mac narrative that he's also in front of the camera. Like, it would make the episode very busy with a lot happening. Yeah, it's true. Like, just helping is... Uh, that's already, like, a, a, good way, a good way to work with the Mac character. Yeah, it makes sense. Because Charlie wouldn't be able to... Like, he wouldn't know how to, how to do it. Yeah, okay, so we, I, I kind of want to develop the, the Charlie falling in love, like Char Charlie's interaction with the... Because we have Dennis's interaction pretty down. Like, he starts as a father, but like he succumbs to the depravity of what people want him to be. Pretty much. Right? And it, 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 he breaks it, down, it, like, religiously. It's, a, it's an incredible, like, biblical <laughs> level of, of breakdown. And the same thing happens with D. But whereas... She just she just goes insane instead of really following that path and does something very drastic, but it's a one one time thing. It doesn't really just it almost like it it it, it escalated ends at the same. It reaches its climax the moment it escalates. Whereas with 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 uh, Dennis is just it keeps on escalating and escalating without an end almost. Oh, are you talking about De D versus Dennis? Yeah, the whole Dennis and D thing. It almost it's almost like in parallel. But with D, she just reaches a point of climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just, you know, it's like, it's almost an instant explosion. Well, okay, I, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Maybe, okay, there's a couple ways you could do it. Because you could have that climax happen the same time Dennis's climax happens. Or you can have her, like, jump off at an earlier stop. And have the episode travel through Dennis. And then now we're watching mostly as spectators to the Dennis story. Like, I don't know, is that, but it's, a, it's an atypical structure. And part of me feels like, for, to the, for the first episode, it makes more sense to try and employ more traditional structure. Yeah, you, you're right about that. It does make more sense. But it, the nature... No, 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 it's fine. The, the, the nature of these one is that her fall from grace is that she does the most unwifely thing that she could do. And Dennis's fall from grace is that he succumbs to what they ask. So she... The only difference is that D won't do what they ask because it... It challenges, yeah, exactly. it challenges her idea of what a wife is. And then Dennis will do what they ask because it supports his idea of what a husband is. A husband is someone who obliges. Someone, you know... Uh, but he has the wrong idea, like, essentially, of what it needs to a be. A husband listens, you know. He, he says, I'm a good listener. Like, that could be a, like a, a narrative that starts. Like, I'm a good listener. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I listen, you know. I'm, I can change. Whatever. It ha there has to be some sort of conversation at first. Maybe between Dee and Dennis about um something related to this over the fact that they don't listen and both of them like you are this you are that you are this you suck you know what i'm saying like to try and set up some kind of yeah essentially it's like it's like they're convincing themselves that they're good enough for what they want to do by talking about how good they are on it, by talking about how good they are for themselves but it, since there is the two of them having a conversation they they think that the other one is encouraging that they're encouraging each other pretty much to do what they feel like they should do can you elaborate? Let me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting that way well enough. So basically, the moment that they start, you know, to realize that th where where they kind of have a, a kind of a clear idea of the niche that they want to go into, which is the husband material and the wife material, it's almost like they're having a conversation with each other. You know, like we're discussing. Well, I'm actually, you know, 
if you think about it, I'm a, I'm a pretty good-looking guy, but I'm also a very, a very, a very sensitive, uh, sensitive guy who, who, who just knows how to understand women, to listen to women, and just attend to their needs, and and that's it, that's precisely what makes a good husband. And then at the same time, you have D talking about, well, you know, you're kind of right, and I, I and uh, I think I'm kind of the same, you know, like uh. I know how to be a good wife. I'm a perfect wife material, and they're talking about each other. Uh, they're talking about themselves, but it almost sounds like, t- t- from the ears of the other one, it almost sounds like they're getting the, not the recognition, but the encouragement to f- pursue that idea. So they end up, kind of inspiring each other to pursue those paths, when they're in in the end, they're kind of they're, they're both of them are misled about the idea of uh, both of them have the wrong idea about what it means to be a husband or a wife. Yeah, I'm not ex- I'm not explaining that well at all. That's what I mean that I usually work out things when I write them down. I feel like uh, 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 try try work it out then. I have a, I have a thing that I'm I'm gonna be going to in a little while anyway. What I mean, have in mind is in the first season. Remember when they they when uh, there was like an episode where they they were going on welfare, and then Dennis Yo, hey, G was gonna pursue her second. career as an actress. Yeah, cool. Yo, one second. Uh, yeah, just a second. I'm uh, the delivery guy outside the no door worries. or something. Yeah, no worries. I, I think I um I gotta I gotta head out in a little while actually, but I'm happy. Like, how about we do some thinking about it, and we we revisit yeah, let's it later. Do that. Can you try and like write it down this thing that you're trying to get get across? I'll 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 try to get to it. I've got a I've got a fucking work on this assignment for a job today, but uh, man, I'll get to it. Uh, all I recommend to you, man, in a moment. Just say, block some half an hour to do it. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, uh, just, just stop recording, and I'll uh, send you the folder to upload it to. If you can upload it tonight, it'd be nice. Yeah, send me the folder, cause. If you send it now, actually, that would be, be- best because uh, I'll forget otherwise. Alright, sounds good. Hola, buenas tardes. I'll see you later, man.